Matthew 26:39. Going a little further, he fell with his face to the ground and prayed, My Father, if it is possible, may this cup be taken from me. Yet not as I will, but as you will. In the Garden of Gethsemane, Jesus said, Not what I will, but what you will. Jesus completely turned his life over to the Father, both human and divine. Ultimately, he was saying that it wasn't about him. Rather, it was about the plan of God for human redemption. Jesus knew that he would experience agonies beyond human reasoning. He knew that at any moment, though, he could call an end to the horrific suffering and the torment. But he also knew that the will of the Father was that he endured all for the sake of the remission of sin. Again, it was not about him, but it was about us. As part of what Jesus would suffer was a plethora of different physical agonies. He would be beat without mercy to a state to where he was hardly recognizable. His face would have to endure the enormous beating that some accounts refer to as lasting all through the night. His eyes, they would be bruised and mutilated and the bones in his face crushed and all of this totally undeserved. And then there, of course, was the flogging. Church history tells us that most criminals never experienced the full 40 lashes of a complete flogging. Why? Well, it was because of the extreme blood loss. The Romans wanted the cr criminals to live long enough to experience the severity of the cross. The Romans wanted them to be a visual wailing witness to the community. This is what happens to you when you mess with the Romans. But Jesus endured it all. And this was one of the last moments on earth that Jesus proved that he was God in the flesh. Nowhere in church history is there a record of any man enduring all that Jesus endured and still living to carry his own cross, much less spend six hours on it. Jesus simply would not release his spirit until the job was done. Then there was the agony of that which is the perfect being made sin and punished for the entire human race. How could anyone ever endure such a thing? They couldn't. That was another declaration of Jesus' divinity. Only God could bear the weight of such sin. And only God's Son could endure all that he did for the sole reason of his love for us. When I survey what Jesus has done for me especially, I just want to honor him for all of time. And I pray that one day I will have the opportunity in his presence in paradise to do that. You know, it only makes sense. If the wages of sin are death, and I would have to spend eternity in hell experiencing death without end, how could anyone ever pay for the sins of the world? They couldn't. Well, enter Jesus in a divine act of love and obedience, one that will never be repeated. Jesus said, it is not about me. 
It is about those that love the Father and trust in me, those that I love. But so that all will have the opportunity to be saved, I will die for them all, even though there will be those who will never accept me or my sacrifice on their behalf. And yet I do all of this for love. Have you ever come up with a question that you couldn't really answer and it simply was filed in the back of your mind, maybe for the day that you could ask God directly? Well, I've got one. Jesus, what was the most horrible part of your sacrifice for the sins of the world? I believe that he would say the separation from God the Father. You see, Jesus had never been separated from God the Father in all of time and beyond. Jesus had never been away from God in the triune form. Jesus was God, is God, and was always God. But now he was willing to give that up. Can you even begin to imagine the horrors of what would await him? The Creator becoming created, the perfect becoming sin, the all-knowing, becoming a student of others. To step down from, from being God has to be the most unfathomable event in all of history. Again, a declaration of who Jesus is, God. Note to self, take a moment and reflect with awe on the sacrifice of God for my behalf. Amen.